Holly G with the Golf Insiders. He's back from the left coast and San Francisco. Bob Herrick from ESPN.com. Bob, it was Colin's moment. And as you pointed out in your, uh, in your story this week, one swing certainly changed uh, his trajectory and has uh, put Colin Mawakawa on the, on the map. And first major win with the PGA Championship. Your thoughts? Yeah, it was a terrific tournament, and uh, the way he did it was incredible. You know, to to hit that shot like that, that uh, he shot on the 16th, driving the green, kind of just tells you again, like, how cool it is to have short par fours. Loved um, it. I, yeah, I, I'm not sure the risk was quite there with that hole, um, but still, I mean, you know, there were plenty of guys still hitting irons off the tee there. Not everybody was going for it. It wasn't a perfect yardage to just even hit a pull-out driver for some guys. So it it, um, it, it made you think. And and, uh, and look at what he did. You know, he hit it to seven feet. He hit the shot of, shot of, shot of a lifetime there to set up a major win. And and I think that's why we'd like to see more of that sort of thing because it, uh, it was, uh, it was a, a great play at the right time and, and, and on a hole where he really – had sort of made up his mind before the tournament he wasn't going to do that. Right. He had the heat of the moment he did. Yeah, he, he sees that green light moment, if you will. And, um, you know, what maturity and really trust in your game in a moment like that. You know, he's 23 years old. And to, you know, say, I got to go for it. You know, you got to put the pedal to the metal especially if you're going to break out and win with three holes to go. Yeah, you know, he had chipped in, too, on the 14th. Uh, and and then Paul Casey had tied him, but there are all those guys right behind him. That's a birdie hole. Um, you know, it was, it was uh, you know, and, and he obviously knew that, that even if he doesn't make an eagle there, a birdie is huge. It's going to at least push him out front. It's going to put him in a good, good spot. Uh, and uh, making the eagle was all the more better because it gave him a little safety net there. You know, he could have birdied the, or bogeyed the 18th and 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 still won. And uh, it uh, so now you know all power to him. It was a great moment, and uh, you know as we as, as mentioned as I wrote, on just unfortunate that there wasn't the crowd there to react because it would have been off the charts. Especially being a local kid right i mean um just can you imagine the green erupting uh you know around 16 when he hit that shot and made that putt absolutely yeah you're right he went to cal and um you know family friends there what have you or just just cheering a great shot you know the 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 noise that would have been building as that ball trickled up towards the hole would have been unbelievable. You know, like he even said afterward, he wasn't really sure where it was. He knew he had a good shot. He thought it was okay. He thought he was on the green. You know, he said, I could have been 50 feet, you know, and that's still good. But, you know, obviously seven feet is unbelievable. And and, and there was no way for him to know that without spectators there. We had quite a traffic jam at one point. Uh, I 
think it was seven or eight that were all tied. I think uh, probably many golf fans were thinking this could be the craziest playoff in history. Um, and, you know, with the new, uh, the three aggregate whole, you know, playoff and then sudden death, uh, I think a lot of people were like, give us more golf. But, you know, you like to see a guy that goes out and wins it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it really did look like a playoff was coming. I mean, it's funny how that happens, too, when you have a bunch up the leaderboard and you think a playoff is inevitable and then somebody manages to push out, you know. Uh, but that one would have been 16, 17, and 18, uh, which would have been really fun because you have a short par four, par three, and then a pretty hard par four. Um, uh, and they had said that no matter how many there were, they were all going to be playing the whole same time. That would have been nuts. Is that right? But, uh, yeah, yeah. They were going to play, you know, if it had been seven, it would have been seven, the teeing off. Five, it would have been five. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, that happened at the, at the Open a few, well, several, long long time ago, and Ernie Els won, and they had four of them in an aggregate, four-hole aggregate playoff, and they played in twos. And it was just, it was not fair to the first two, you know? Yeah. So I think they, they realized that that can't really work that way. Uh, you know, so, so, uh, but it didn't come to that. And, and, you know, there's a part of me that wishes it would have, but, but uh, also I, I think it's great how, how, how it all unfolded. Well, the elephant in the room, give me your thoughts. Brooks uh, had quite a bit of bravado prior to the final round, a uh, little bit of controversy on Saturday when he was, uh, you know, smack talking DJ what what uh, what was your reaction to to Brooks? I, I mean, I was shocked. Yeah, you know, um, I think he could have worded that better, and 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 it said essentially the same thing, and not had it come across as so harsh. Um, I I don't want to criticize him for it because I, you know, we want these guys to speak their mind, and then we criticize them when they do. I, I don't want I don't like that. I just I just. I thought what he said was there was some truth to it if he worded it different. He just it was he said it so condescending though that I think that's where he, he got himself into a you know, into a position where now if you don't back it off you're gonna catch some grief. You know. But I mean if he just gets up there and you know, they, they ask you about your chances and you say, Well look, I've got four majors and most of the guys up there don't have any and Dustin's got one Obviously, uh, you know, I, I feel that I'm good enough to try to overtake him. I'm in a good spot. You know, um, it's, it's good. there's going to be pressure on everybody. You say something like that, and he said, well, you know, he's only got one, you know, and, and the others haven't done anything. It just sounded so, you know, it just, I don't know. I guess we're not used to that in golf. Well, I was and, actually, uh, I wasn't so, when I said shocked, I was really talking about his round on Sunday because I didn't think we'd see him, you know, fall off the leaderboard like he did uh, or fall down the leaderboard. <laughs> and, you know, that really surprised me. I also, when I listened to that, I think part of that may have looked, you know, misconstrued because he is pretty good friends with DJ. Isn't he? And so yeah, I you mean, know. I don't know that they're like best buddies, but they they're certainly cordial and they 
you know, they get along and, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, once when they're out there, they're competitors and of all, but course. no, you're right. I, I understand what you're saying about the shocking part. I mean, only one player shot worse than him Sunday and, you know, he had like, you know, one of the four worst scores of the day. Uh, and that, you're right, was a shock. I mean, they asked us to do predictions on Saturday night, and I picked up a win. I, I just thought he was there, and he was going to get it done. Yep. You know, he, he, here he is. He's put himself there again. And look, I think there's something to be said for putting yourself there again. Absolutely. Uh, you know, last year he, he was the two-time defending champion of the, of the U.S. Open and finished second. This year, two-time defending uh, champion of the PGA, and he's two shots out going into the final round. You know, like it's no shame he didn't win. It, it, it's it's hard to do this. It's hard to do this, and especially given the year he's had. You know, he really hadn't done much until the week before, and all of a sudden, here he is. He's finally trending in the right direction. You know, he's actually put seven really good rounds together over two weeks, and it's like, okay, hey, maybe he's figured this out. And then, the, you know, he's what he made. I think he only made one birdie, and he was, you know, he pretty much had shot himself out of it by the time it was. That was a surprise. I didn't necessarily think he was going to win per se. I thought he would, but I didn't think it wouldn't have surprised me if he didn't win. But to, to not even be there was uh, that was surprising. Yeah, not not something we're used to um, with with Brooks. You know, he usually backs up his talk, no doubt about it. And um, you know, everybody has their day. <laughs> there, there's no doubt about it. And it's it's always interesting to listen to these guys talk about how so often they don't have their A game. Even when they win, uh, it's really about how they get around the course, and Tiger's probably you know one, one of the best, right? Given the amount of wins he's had, uh, that it's just about getting it done. Exactly. Uh, you, you try to um, put yourself in a place where the misses aren't so bad and you know tiger was the master at that you know and and, and the master at turning you know turning that 74 that brooks shot into like 70 you know and now as it turns out i don't think that would have been enough um you know dustin johnson shot 68 and 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 still lost you yes. know, like sometimes you shoot a 68 when you have the lead in a major, and that's enough. And it wasn't. It was It was not enough by two. Right. You know, he needed to shoot 66 to tie. Morikawa shot 64, you know. So um, I, I, I would say in, in almost all the cases up there, you know, obviously Brooks beat himself. But the other guys that got beat, they didn't lose. You know, they, they didn't, it wasn't so much that they messed up as it was, that Morikawa went out and shot 64 on the final day of a major and had a big eagle on the 16th hole. It's, uh, you know, sometimes it's just, it's just that guy's day. Absolutely. And again, shows where, you know, sinking that putt and getting that eagle, uh, you know, was the difference, you know, created that, that momentum going into those final holes. Uh, any any other notes from the from the tournament that stuck out for you? I I I had uh, I had Colin in one of my bets. Um, it was fun to see 
you know, Matthew Wolf make a run for it. Eagle, Birdie Birdie on the backside. Jason Day, I had him in a foursome of Day, Berger, Xander, and DJ. And I won that bet. Uh, it was really fun seeing, you know, some of the, well, are the young guns now the, you know, 20, 21, 22-year-olds? It, it just seems that they come out more ready every day. Yeah, no question. I mean, you know, that was, this was Morikawa's second major, Matt Wolf's first. Crazy. You know, what happened to having to, you know, take your lumps, right? <laughs> and uh, Build your yeah, resume, well, as they used to say. Exactly, you know, there's numerous examples of guys over the years who, you know, had their, had their suffering in majors before they were able to, uh, to break through. Uh, you know, Tom Watson, back in, way back in the day, was a great example of that. He lost a few pretty in heartbreaking fashion before he before he pushed through. There's numerous examples of that. Phil was in his 30s, you know? right? Right, 33 when he won the ma his first Masters. Isn't that crazy? Ten years older yeah. than Colin. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, what a great thing to have it out of the way, you know? It makes it easier to go after the second one. So... Uh, it's a um, good, good tribute to him, you know? Well, I think it was one of the most exciting PGA championships in a long time. I don't know how it ranks for you. But also, there's nothing better than, especially for us on the East Coast, getting golf in prime time. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, some it's other... great, you know? Yep. It's just great to have, you know, I, 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 it makes you wonder why they don't do it more often. Uh, uh, it, it really comes off well, I think, when you – especially out west where you don't have to worry about rain so much. Well, you're also the guy that covers Tiger uh, closer than anyone. Uh, your your uh, thoughts on, on Tiger, I think, you know, we, we often talk about this, you and I, about, you know, needing those competitive rounds. And, uh, right. you know, after all the work on his putting, um, I think he had to have been a little disappointed. Yeah, I think I think in the end, I mean, what I think it was T thirty seven. You know, there's no way. I I think he was happy the way he played on Sunday. You know, uh, but to shoot sixty seven to to tie for thirty seven didn't exactly uh, didn't exactly the way you want to do it. And um, uh, you know, it's it, the 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 there is some rust there, and, and it's just he's not going to get around that plays a little bit more and you know I even asked him on Sunday was you know was there any chance of playing last week I mean was that part of you know was, was not playing there due to the fact that you've got so much coming up possibly or you know like could that have helped you and he said he said look you know it was more about getting ready for this week and he said if I play last week it's you know 95 degrees it's a golf course I don't know I got to get ready for that course, and I got to get ready for this course. You know, he said there were some guys that, you know, that that were maybe a little bit burned out when they started here. They didn't play every day. You know, I got in early. I felt like it was better to learn the course. And you know what? That's a pretty darn good, reasonable explanation. So then, you know, the question I didn't ask or that you'd love to know is, well, wouldn't you have been better off playing an event before the memorial then? You know, play Hartford or play Hilton Head and just get a tournament under your belt. Try to earn some points, you know, if the tour championship matters. 
you know, get a, get an easier layout. But, you know, there's the whole issue, too, of, I mean, Tiger hasn't been, you know, he hasn't come out and, you know, hitch over the head with this. But I, I think there were some COVID concerns. I think he wanted to see how those first few weeks went. Mm. You know, he's pretty much been locked at home. He hasn't gone anywhere, really. You know, uh, he, he, you know, he plays at the medalist. You know, he, he stayed in, in, in his own little bubble. I mean, I know he, he went up to that thing with his son at uh, Sea Island, Georgia. Well, you know, he's got his boat, and he's able to keep away from people. You know, I, I think that might have been part of it. I don't know that he's going to come right out and say it. Uh, but, you know, it, it, and just from a golf standpoint, you look back at it now, it sure would have helped him to have played an event before the Memorial, you know, maybe the, uh, uh, the Travelers, or even the week before the Memorial, the same place. And if he has any kind of success at all, then he's put himself in a much better spot now as far as these FedEx Cup playoffs are concerned, because now he's looking at playing the next two. You know, and then, you know, and, and my guess is he's going to play the next two, do the best he can, and then deal with the consequences if he makes it to the Tour Championship. And if he doesn't, fair enough. You know, so um, in any case, uh, the, here we are. You know, he, there was a lot of good on Sunday, but you know, I saw you know I saw some stuff where people talk about, wow, he's hitting it great. You know, he, he really didn't. You know, he, he never he never hit more than twelve greens in a round. Like Saturday, he only hit four fairways. Um, you know, and obviously you're going to have a hard time hitting greens if you're not in the fairway. Uh, but, you know, he's got to hit more like 13, 14, 15 greens uh, and, uh, and, and, and give, him, give himself more, more chances for, 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 um, for good looks, you know. You're not going to scramble your way to shooting 67 or 66 if you're only hitting, you know, 10 or 11 greens. You're just not going to be able to do it. So, uh, and obviously, you know, we talked about the putter. He changed putters. He putted really poorly on Saturday and uh, Friday. Uh, so part of that was due to the green reading, I think. Part of it was due to had a hard time getting himself to trust himself on the on greens that he thought were slower. And, and I've said this a million times. I've always find it odd. Most of us would prefer the greens to be a little slower. Like, in other words, what's going to give us more trouble? Really fast greens or, or greens that are slower? Most of us are probably going to handle slower greens better. Tiger handles slower greens worse. Yeah. Like he can't get him, you know, like a lot of his putts were left short because he's used to faster greens and that's what he puts better on. So it's sort of like the whole thing with, you know, he, you know, when he, he is swinging, like he, his hips are so fast that he blocks it, he blocks it out to the right. Most of us would kill to have hips that move through the ball half that fast. Like his is a good problem. Yes. Ours is, ours is we're late. He's too early. Here on you know he on fast greens on fast greens he's great on slower greens he can't adapt it's just it's just everything is the opposite with him yeah. and uh, so that was you know it was just a, a trying trying week in that regard I guess the best thing to come out of it was I didn't notice one moment of physical distress and it was cold in those practice rounds. It was, I mean, seriously, for especially for those of us coming from here, sure. like Wednesday, it was raw out there. It Look, looked I mean, like if it. If it was 55 degrees, it felt like it was about 40. Hey, Jason you know? Jason uh, had Jason Day had his uh, mitts on. <laughs> yeah, some guys were wearing ski caps. and I mean, you know, it got nasty at times. So, 
uh, in any case, uh, uh, you know, in that regard, he made it through that. Now he's going to, you know, we're expecting he's going to go to Boston next week. The weather will be warm. Chicago will be warm. Atlanta, you know, he's, he's, the, the, the temperatures will be good for him. And maybe if he can get on a little bit of a roll and stay healthy, now, now he's got a better chance. Well, you pointed to it. It's hard to believe this week is the last tournament of this season and then we move into the playoffs we have the northern trust the tpc boston bmw championship at olympia fields then the tour championship at east lake so yep. uh you know kind of give me what you see as we close uh cl- we're closing out the season it's it's uh gonna be crazy and then of course we've got the open in september yeah it's coming it's coming along fast right really fast and uh like really coming to an end quickly makes me kind of wish again you know i think we talked about this before um uh that i wish they would have just moved the tour championship to november and you could play the northern trust next week and the bmw the week after maybe you'd have to you know, maybe you maybe you'd only qualify for those events based on where you are in the FedEx now. You know, yes. uh, or maybe you still get more points or whatever. But then, then play, you know, play the uh, Safeway and and, what, and and the other ones. You know, Vegas and the Asian events, and just have them count for this season, so that the U.S. Open and Masters can count. Yes, and have the Tour Championship the week after the Masters uh, in Atlanta in November. And then end it there, you know, and and just and just have that be the season, and start the new season in January. It just seems rushed, you know. I guess they just wanted to stick to their three tournament thing, but it's just weird. And once again, here we are, we are in a situation where you have so many events crammed together. I mean, you know, people are talking about Tiger, and you know, why is he playing? Well, I mean, it's potentially, if he'd have played Memphis, it would have been potentially five events in six weeks not going to do that now most of these guys don't want to do it they're usually this why they're dragging when they get to atlanta and sometimes that event doesn't it lacks energy you know and and this year it's even more pronounced because the way it worked out i mean obviously the the pga would not have been where it is i mean there would have been a little bit more of a buffer had it gone the way it was supposed to with the open being the last one and then there was a couple of events um and then, and then, you know, you know, I think it was supposed to be the Open, uh, Minnesota, then Wyndham, then the playoffs. And we would have been, you know, would have been a little bit more spacing, a little bit easier. And it would have been a World Golf event in there. The World Golf event was, in Memphis was supposed to be two weeks before the Open. So, um, you know, listen, they have so many challenges with the schedule, it's hard for me to sit here and criticize, but... You know, if you could do it, if you, if, you, if you had the perfect solution, to me, that would have been it. It's not looking like it's going to fight much of a football schedule either, but uh, that's a whole nother conversation. So we've, <laughs> yes. we, we've got the Wyndham yes. Championship at Sedgefield Country Club. Um, who's, uh, who's your pick? Who, who, uh, I, who you got your eye on? I kind of like Webb Simpson. Wow. I kind of like Webb. Had a heck of a year, played pretty well lately. Still, you know, um, kind of in a part of the country. Yeah. So, 
And, you know, the difference this week, this doesn't apply to Webb, obviously, but there's not the drama of trying to keep your card. Nobody's losing their card. All it is is about trying to get into the, into the playoffs. Uh, a guy like Brooks could use a good week because, because he's still 92nd, you know, and he's, he's not as high as he'd like to be. He needs, he needs two good weeks to make it to Chicago even, you know. So, um, you know, there's a little bit of drama in that regard in, in, these, in these guys, uh, uh, you know, having something to play for this week. Well, um, we are, like you said, we are, we are revving up the engines and uh, uh, going full tilt boogie to the end of the season, and it's going to be exciting. Uh, thank you, Bob, as always, for spending some time with the Golf Insiders. Bob Herrick, ESPN.com. Stay safe. Thank you very much.